Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's podcast, we're talking about keeping motivated with your meditation practice. You know, this is a really important part of how we can clear our anxiety panic by adding some sort of meditation practice into our daily lives. Now, I know that it can be difficult. So today I want to talk about how to stay motivated with your meditation practice. So sometimes it's easy to get started because you heard that this could help. And in that way, it's great because it does get you to get started. But in another way, that can be counterproductive because of the idea of I'm going to get something. And part of the idea of meditation is to let go of those things, of getting somewhere, of of accomplishing, of um adding to. So it it's kind of like we have to be able to hold both. We have to be able to be structured and and do this, actually make a plan and do it, but then we also have to let go of the outcome of it. There is no um, real formula. It's about you becoming more in tune with your own mind of being more friendly with your own mind. So we know why we do it. We have a lot of different podcasts on why to do it, how to do it. But today we're talking about how to stay motivated to keep going. So like I said, you usually start because you're on fire about it. It's like, okay, you got the word. This is going to be helpful. Let's let me get going with it. So the first thing I want you to do with your meditation practice is to begin by going slow and to slow down that fire, that excitement. Now it's great to be excited. And I know that's the part of the motivation that got you to do it, but you want to slow that down just a little bit because you don't want to put too many to-dos on your new list of meditation to-dos and then not accomplish them, not do them because you overwhelmed yourself too early in the beginning. And you may have even burned yourself out by sitting for too long and then realizing it's not comfortable, nothing's happening. There's a lot of things that can happen, but what the best thing to keep in mind is, okay, uh, maybe I need to slow this down a little bit. So let's back up a little bit. Oftentimes when I'm working with someone and we realize that 10 minutes was too much, sometimes we realize five minutes in the beginning is too much and we just back it off. There's no problem with that. We just back it off until it feels comfortable and it feels like, yep, I can do this. So even if we're talking about sitting for three minutes a day to begin with, that's beautiful and that's wonderful. So back it off, slow it down as much as you need to. It's very important that in the beginning, you don't go all out and burn yourself out. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? 
I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The second thing I want to talk about is to actually just begin. So begin. If you are thinking that you don't really feel like sitting today and, oh, I'll do it later or I'll do it tomorrow. One of the best little things you can keep in the back of your head is the word begin. So just begin. Start it. Tell yourself you're going to do half the amount of time you have been doing, but begin. Sit. Get in your place that you usually do it and set yourself up. That's one of the beauties of having a little bit of a ritual around your meditation time. I know we can do it anywhere and at any time, and I take advantage of that personally. But in the beginning, if you want to really set up a routine or a ritual that you sit in a particular place, or you have a particular shawl, or you have prayer beads, or you have a particular, some people like to do guided meditation and have particular guided uh, meditations they like to listen to. Use those things to keep you going because then when you get to this place that I'm talking about here with begin, you'll be able to just do a couple of things in the ritual or the routine and find, oh, maybe your mind has changed and you really can just do it. You can sit down for your three minute, five minute, 10 minute, half hour, 20 minute, whatever amount of time you are at, you're going to be able to sit and do it because you just started into the groove of it. So sometimes just begin is the perfect solution to get us to get back into um, our meditation practice. The third one I want to talk about is to to look at the cost and benefit ratio that's going on with your meditation. This can be enough to keep us going. It really, meditation doesn't really cost us much as far as time, energy, finances. It really is uh, very light on what it's costing us. The biggest cost is in our time and our ability to make it routine, right? 
And this is especially challenging for what I find in my practices. It's especially challenging for parents. So, um, you have to find what's going to work, of course, and get that routine started. But then you want to remind yourself of the cost benefit ratio, the benefits of spending 10 minutes or 20 minutes or your three minutes, if that's where you're starting, the amount of benefits that come from spending that tiny bit of time every day in your meditation practice, the benefits outweigh the cost, I would say by thousands, because one of the things we forget is that meditation is also cumulative. This is not about, I don't feel good, so I'm going to slap on some meditation medicine on it. That's not how meditation works. Meditation is proactive. It's what we do in our lives to keep our lives and our mind-body connected and to keep us in a place so that we are building on a very healthful routine that helps us mind, body, and spirit. And we do this uh, not to feel good in the moment, although often it feels divine. It may not feel good in the moment. Maybe a busy day. You may have a lot of unconscious things that come up, bubble up into your consciousness during your meditation, and that doesn't feel comfortable. But it's all for the good. It's all moving you forward in being able to settle your nervous system enough to really heal and clear out this anxiety panic. So paying attention to the cost benefit ratio is going to make a really tough day to sit. Maybe you say, eh, uh, but this really does serve me in the long run in ways that I don't even know yet. So just Remember that those benefits are there and that it really doesn't cost you much to sit. Another way you can keep yourself going is to find a tribe. And um, I know many of you belong to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast Facebook group, and that's a tribe, right? It's a healing tribe that people that are working on the same things. So that could be your tribe. You could also find friends or family members who also meditate or are interested in doing what you do. You might be the leader of the tribe, even in your very early days. That's great. Uh, Just you want to be able to have somebody or something that you can talk about this with. It's just a good place to be able to chat it up, talk about your things that are going well for you with your meditation and maybe some obstacles or challenges that you're running into. And so you can find that, you know, whether it's, uh, your, like I said, it could be your spouse or it could be your friend. It could be a, a coach. It could be a member of our free Facebook group tribe, you know, find somebody that you can talk to about this because it helps to keep you in your own motivation when maybe you're lending a hand to somebody else too. So it helps us to help others. And it also is very 
comforting for us to know, oh, I got a couple people I can talk to about this. I'm having a bit of a challenge and I feel like I'm falling off track. Maybe I can talk to uh, so-and-so that I met in the Facebook group about that. So check that out. Find yourself a little tribe where you can talk about what's going on with you. It can be a little tribe. It can be a big tribe. It can be a little tribe within a big tribe. So whatever it is, make sure you have somebody you're connected to that you can chat this up with about your meditation and your challenges. The next thing I want to talk about, number five here, is to uh, ride out your low points. Sometimes when we are working on something as specific as our meditation practice and getting this into part of our day, daily routine, you want to remember that it's okay to just ride out the low points. You know, the feelings about how we are doing things, whether it's, I mean, you can apply this to exercise or other changes that you are trying to make, such as changes in your career, perhaps you're working on a new thing for your career, you're re- you're taking new kinds of education, or you're changing your diet, you're doing other, you're adding supplements, whatever you're doing, making little changes, it's the same as the change of adding in meditation practice to your life. We need to stay motivated. And sometimes there are low points, it comes and it goes. And we want to pay attention to that, that it's like the waves in the ocean, the tide. It's high, it's low, but it always changes. So that's the one thing when we're in a low moment is we can count on the fact that it changes and that we can just ride out this low moment and realize that it will go away and it's not permanent. And that the good feelings that we get from meditation or our feeling about sitting to do our meditation, that comes back too. But we want to remember low points don't stay around forever. And it's okay to just ride them out. And some ways that you can ride that out more easily is by uh, checking in with your journal. Remember, look back at the great meditations that you've had or how happy you have felt for being able to add this into your daily routine and how much it is really benefiting you and calming your nervous system. Maybe check in with the people around you to see if they notice any changes in you. Quite often it is our partner or spouse or who our roommates perhaps if we live with other people that will notice the changes in us before us. So a good way to write out a low point is maybe to check in with your journal or those around you to see if they have noticed that the meditation has been helpful for you or changed you in ways that they have noticed. The next one I want to talk about, number six, is to get some support on the how twos of your meditation practice. So if you have been listening to guided meditations or apps that have programs attached to them, they often have helplines or um, places where you can leave questions and maybe get answers. If you're meditating from what you've learned here on Anxiety Coaches Podcast, you can leave questions in the big Facebook group, or you can send those questions to us at anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And if you are working with a coach or you are working with a meditation teacher, you want to be able to ask your questions and get some support. 
And some of the other ways that you can get support is um, either online, you could be part of an online meditation group, or you could be a part of a in-person meditation sit group, which I highly recommend if that's possible for you. I, in my own practice, meditating with others has been a very important part of my meditation growth. So if that's possible for you, um, you may want to check that out for yourself and see if you like that. If you like going to a group that sits maybe on Tuesday evenings for an hour, uh, more and more I am seeing that meditation, what do you call them, studios are popping up. Now this is wow, right? I can remember when yoga studios started popping up. I thought, wow, we're really, the world is moving forward in a beautiful way. And now to see that there are meditation studios that are popping up and they're not connected with yoga. They're totally just uh, meditation studios. I, I'm going to be interviewing a gentleman at some point who is involved in opening one, and it's quite fascinating. So maybe that would be helpful for you. Other meditate, that would probably incur a cost, but there are other groups. I've belonged to many different sit groups over the year, many years of meditation that are just free, that you just, it's an evening, it's usually in someone's home or in a church or community uh, room that where you just meet and have a sit together. So check that out. That internet's going to help you there to find that. That's a good thing to Google. The next one I have here, number seven, is to log your time and to see your progress. For a lot of people, that is very inspiring, right? To actually see, oh my goodness, look at these minutes stack up. Now, it's not something that I would have done. I don't really equate my meditation with time, but that's all just how we all are different and we we are wired differently. I know a lot of people that love keeping track of their time and their meditation. So whether you keep that on a spreadsheet or you have it in your journal, maybe you just have it on an app on your phone. But if you like doing that, there's um, one of the most wonderful places to find new guided meditations or to find music to have in the background when you meditate or to hear talks about meditation is the Insight Meditation Timer. Now it's free. It is. It has so many meditations on there. I have guided meditations on there. Um, and many of my teachers that I've learned from over the years have meditations on there. And it's an, it keeps track of your time when you meditate. If you log in with it every time that you sit, it will keep track of your time for you. So if you like that, if that's inspiring for you and that helps to keep you sitting, I think that would be a great thing for you to do. The way you can do that is it will keep track of one that you're listening to, or if you don't do guided meditations, I like to meditate with the bells that they have. You set up your time. It has a single bell to start, and then it has three bells to end. And if you're someone who's doing a long sit, often when you're doing an hour or more, people like to have um, like a wooden block go off in the, like every 15 minutes. It just helps people know where they're at. 
because that keeps your mind out of trying to keep track of the time. You just notice, oh, there was the block I have. I'm st- I can just settle in here. I'm still here. I'm still meditating. So there's lots of little tricks and tips that we can get into in other podcasts. But I think that if you would like to be inspired and keep uh, yourself motivated by keeping track of the time, I'd like you to look into that Insight Meditation Timer. It's free and it's uh, got a lot of great stuff on it. And the final point I want to make, number eight here, is for you to share your journey. Share your journey of your meditation practice and of your ability to add this into your life, how it's going for you. Again, you can do that by being in a, a tribe, being in a group, maybe going to a, a in-person sit, or you can share it with us at the Facebook group, Anxiety Relief with the Anxiety Coaches Podcast on Facebook, or share it on our page. Let us be part of your excitement and share with us. Let us know how you're doing. It's really It helps not only you, but it helps other people. You'll be inspiring someone else to either start their their practice or to continue. They may have dropped off for a week or a month or more, and then they say, read your story, and they are inspired to get back up again. And if you're having a struggle, you can share that part of your journey also, because there are many people who would be glad to lend you a hand. And now for today's quote. When we dance, The journey itself is the point. As when we play music, the playing itself is the point. And exactly the same thing is true in meditation. Meditation is the discovery that the point of life is always arrived at in the immediate moment. And that's from Alan Watts. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.